You're listening to Prosperous Coach Podcast with host Rhonda Hess, helping you to choose a smart coaching niche and launch your coaching business with confidence. Hey, coaches. This episode, which is just a bit longer than usual, is inspired by all of my wonderful clients, coaches who are so smart and have so many skills and advantages, and yet they still have to attract a steady stream of clients, and that can feel hard. I remember a couple of years into starting my own coaching business, having this regular walk with another relatively new coach, and we often commiserated about how most of our clients only stuck around for a few months. That meant we were in a constant state of chasing clients. It doesn't feel good, and it doesn't work well to chase clients. And we felt truly clueless at the time about how to find more clients. We had already picked the low-hanging fruit, the colleagues, the friends, the friends of friends, people we already knew. I'd had a sample coaching session with all of them, and a few had invested in a package with me. Those who did seemed to be constantly questioning at the end of every month whether they wanted to continue the investment. And of course, there were some other things I wasn't doing right about pricing and just selling packages at all. They said they got value out of our conversations, but clearly they just didn't get the long-term value. My coach friend and I, we just kept thinking, where are the clients who get coaching enough to invest in it, invest it in a serious way? And that's the same question that I hear new coaches ask two decades later. The problem is, it's the wrong question. There are layers to this problem of constantly chasing clients, and I want to tease them apart for you. First, it's what you're selling. Second, it's how you're selling. And third, it's how you think about what you're selling. Chances are, if you don't already have a steady stream of clients finding you, then at least one, but possibly all three of these things, need a permanent shift. And if you take the time to make that shift, both in your mind and in your actions, you'll be so glad you did. Long since that agonized time of trying to find clients, things are very different for me. My ideal clients find me. That's what I want for you. And I don't sell coaching anymore. I want that for you too. You know, this whole thing of finding clients who get coaching enough to invest in it, that isn't something I bother with anymore. Why? Because with a shock way back when, I realized there just aren't that many people out there who understand the value of coaching. So trying to convince people to buy it is, well, it's misguided. So That's why I recommend designing a signature program for your audience based on what you learn from them in market research. Will you coach your clients in that program? Yes, but you won't sell coaching anymore. And that solves the problem of it's what you're selling, that first thing I mentioned. Let me just give you a story about this. Have you ever been on Facebook or Instagram and seen a gadget for sale and you think, I want one of those? I see them all the time, little kitchen gadgets or, you know, household repair gadgets or something like that. And I just think, that's so smart. Yeah, I want one of those. And then I generally talk myself out of it, but not always. 
Well, some smart person figured out a gap in the marketplace and they filled it with that gadget. They knew it would be purchased. Now, selling products is very different from selling services, but it's similar in the way a human being responds. When something unexpected solves a problem they have or gives them a solution to a want they've had, it just lands in front of them and they go, oh, and then they respond by purchasing. Coaching just isn't that thing that people are going to respond that way to. It's so much easier to sell something to people that they know they want. This is what I really want you to take away from this episode. You need to be selling something that people know they want. And I know it may be shocking to you, but it's just really important to get this piece. I often say to listeners, please go back to episode one of Prosperous Coach Podcast and listen to all of my episodes in order. There's a lot of gold back there, you know, I'm on episode 153 here, but there's a lot of stuff that would be really handy for you as a relatively new coach. So watch for that seminal episode called Why Coaching is a Hard Sell, and you can find that at prosperouscoach.com slash seven. So I want you to take a moment and open your mind. Know that your mind is infinitely fluid. And it can accept that paradoxical things do exist and they can exist in harmony if you allow them. So the paradox here is that coaching is a highly valuable skill set, so true, but it's best to not even try to sell it to people. So here's the old metaphor I've had to help people understand this. A carpenter doesn't sell their tools. A carpenter sells the outcome the tools create. If you want a beautiful kitchen cabinet or a bathroom, or maybe it's made with reclaimed wood or something, are you going to care what kind of tools the carpenter has? No, you don't care about the tools in their toolbox. You'll look at their portfolio to see if they've got finished products that fit your style. So do you get it? Coaching is an amazing set of tools. Don't sell your tools. Every coach thinks, well, I'll throw up a website and make it all about coaching. I'll have the word coach all over the place in my brand, in my title, everywhere. And then crickets. That's because most people do not know they want coaching. What do people know they want? Well, that varies for each person. And that's why I strongly recommend narrowing to a very specific audience and finding out exactly and specifically what it is that they want so much they'll invest to get it. That's how you start earning well as a coach. So have you figured out what is your audience thinking about all the time? What are their big problems and how can you help them solve them? What you don't want to do is pick a target audience and then sell them coaching. That's halfway to the right direction, but it's still problematic, right? You still chase clients and try to convince them to buy something they don't know they want. I even hesitate to use the word sell because the truth is that the best coaching businesses don't have to sell at all. See, I'm lucky that way. Do I market? Yes, but I do it in a non-salesy way because I strongly dislike that hyped up promotional kind of way of being. It goes against my integrity. I much prefer to share with my audience through 
Generosity Marketing, which is this podcast, y'all. And I prefer to build relationships with my ideal clients so they they reach out to hire me on their own volition without me having to sell, 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 convince, convince, push, push, push. I know this for sure. If I were still selling coaching, I wouldn't still be in business. But I have true and deep value to offer my audience that is custom made for them. So through trust building, my clients find me. So decide to stop the hard sell promotion you're doing and shift to attracting. It's a different feeling and result altogether. You're not chasing anyone. You're trusting that your ideal clients will come to you by repeatedly and strategically putting out valuable messaging to them. So your mindset matters too, guys. Stop chasing clients in your mind. If you're chasing them mentally, you're also thinking they are elusive. Think about this for a moment. How many times have you thought with desperation, I need a client, I need a client. That energy is chasing clients in your mind. Your clients are not elusive. They are plentiful. Believe it. Even if you can't physically see them, know their names, see their faces, build a relationship with them in your mind and through your energy and through your content, social media, and other things you do. Call in your ideal clients. Put some ceremony into it. I myself am an active manifester. I don't just throw marketing out there. I think about how I want it to land. I think actively about who I want to call in. I'm going to share more about that in another episode soon. For now, one more shift for your mindset. Stop yourself from pushing. Not pushing is the opposite of attraction. Also, it's unhealthy. I believe pushing feels like a hard sell to prospects even if they don't consciously perceive that's what you're doing. And pushing is like a bad smell that lingers. It's the same with you pushing yourself all the time. Push, push, push. Pressure, pressure, pressure. That just does not help you in any way, shape, or form. Attraction takes time. So chill out. Give yourself time to attract ideal clients. Be mindful through the whole process. Stay inspired and make things happen. I'm so glad you tuned in to Prosperous Coach Podcast. Please share this episode with other coaches. And if you're listening on the iTunes podcast app, review this show. Joel Bass did my theme music. Thanks, Joel.